drink and dance all night Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers And our pants are feeling tight Bottle service with BKP Bottle service with BKP Hi everyone, welcome back to Bottle Service I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall Welcome back to the show If you're new here, welcome, welcome Guys, this is a little episode I'm doing for my partners out there. You know, I pretty much dedicated this entire postpartum season to the moms. You know, we've been going in, we've been talking about everything postpartum. And I feel like the three guys that were listening to my show back in the pregnancy episodes have all kind of dwindled away from this podcast. This is the time to come back. You know, my mom's listening, like wrangle up your partners, make sure they listen to this episode. I did a similar episode to this one back in pregnancy. I think it was like week 25 where I did an episode like all about how you know, your partner can support you in pregnancy. And this one's going to be more about how they can support you in postpartum. You know, I know Mother's Day is around the corner and you might be trying to think of ways to like spoil your baby mama, but this episode is like not that. Like I'm not talking gifts, although you should definitely get her a sick gift, especially if she pumped out your child this year and this is her first Mother's Day. I don't know, jewelry, diamonds. I, I don't know. I'm just going to spitball here, but you should definitely hook it up with a good gift. Um, but anyway, this episode's not that. I'm talking more about like day-to-day support, you know, like things you can and should be doing uh, during the postpartum period to help out the mother of your child, because spoiler alert, she needs it. You know, like this is an insane time um, in a woman's life, you know, and I, I, I know it's impossible for my partners out there to understand or even comprehend all the shit that is going on with the mother of your child. I like to use this little boat analogy that I made up for Brandon. (laughs) So I'll share it with you now because I think this is like one way to think about it. I've explained to Brandon being in postpartum is kind of like being out at sea, you know, like picture, picture being out in the middle of the ocean in the rocky, rocky waters. And I'm out there swimming for my life, you know, trying to stay afloat, trying to keep my head above water and waves are coming and just crashing over my head. And Brandon's next to me, but in a little dinghy boat, like he's got a little rowboat and he's got a nice like cozy blanket wrapped around him and he's drinking like a hot chocolate next to me in the ocean you know that's kind of what it feels like and he's like you're doing great sweetheart and I'm in the ocean like shut the fuck up (laughs) you know like that's kind of that's kind of the dynamic that's happening here in postpartum so needless to say this can be a little bit of a challenging time in a relationship which I feel like we're gonna have to do a completely separate episode on that, I've actually I've actually been looking um, for an expert to bring on to talk about relationships and postpartum. If anybody has any tips, anybody that like you follow that you love, slide into my DMs. Let me know. I'm working on it. Don't worry, I'm working on it. But anyway, I use that little boat analogy because I I think that's like one of the big first things I want to talk about is like for my partners out there, you gotta have empathy for your partner. You know, you you got to just 
you got to understand that you don't understand what's going on. And I need you to be very, very empathetic. And in that vein, like you got to be ready to take some punches because let me tell you, I was, I was a little contentious with Brandon for a little bit there. Like I wanted to fight him. You know, if you go back to that, if you go back to that boat analogy, it's easy to see how, you know, resentments can build. And, you know, especially like in our household, I'm not going to take my, you know, resentments or hard things that I'm going through out on my, like, you know, beautiful, sweet, innocent baby. I'm going to take them out on Brandon, you know, the man who got me pregnant in the first place. So I think that's one of the main ways that you can help your partner is to be empathetic and be like a strong punching bag at times, you know, like don't react. Um, I, I've seen in some of my friends' relationships in this delicate time that like the husband can be reactive or get like mad at the wife again because she's like bitching at him. You kind of like don't do that, you know, like just reel it in and take the punches, you know, that's like one way you can support us. Honestly, like one of the best things Brandon did for me and I mean, he's done a, he's done a lot right. He's also done some things not so right. We will get there. Um, but one of the things he really did right is he like was very, very patient during this time. And yeah, like at times when I was crazy and hormonal and like taking shit out on him, he just took it in on the chin. So that is... That's the first thing I'm going to mention um, in this episode is just, you know, you got to be be strong, have a lot of grace for your partner during, during this time, even if she's being crazy, even if she's riding you pretty hard, just like, you know, take it with a grain of salt that this is a period of time. This is a temporary period in both of your lives and it will pass and it will get better. I promise. If you haven't been listening to this podcast, that's something I reiterate almost weekly. Number two, and this isn't actually, this is in no particular order, by the way, but if it was, like, this should actually be number one. But the, the best way to support the mother of your child is to let her get some sleep. Oh my God, this is the best thing that Brandon did for me in postpartum. I don't care what it takes. I know everybody is going to have different circumstances, different schedules. I don't know, you know, if you go to work all day and or you have like an early morning time that you have to go to the office. I don't know what to tell you, but you need to figure out a way to get the mother of your child sleep. <laughs> you know, like for us in our house, Brandon just takes morning shift. He lets me sleep in every single day I get like an extra hour to an hour and a half of sleep than he does and in the in the early days it was more like two hours um that I was getting he would wake up with the baby he would feed the baby he would do everything in the mornings that I could sleep and let me tell you I don't know if I would have made it without that extra sleep like it is so important in postpartum for everybody in postpartum, like you are healing. You just went through some crazy shit with your body. You need to sleep. And I know it's, it's really hard, especially if you're breastfeeding and let's say like you really can't sleep because you're on this, you know, feeding schedule. You got to figure something out between the two of you and, um, to make sure that you're, you're getting some hours in, even if you have to wake up, feed, go back to bed and have somebody, 
you know, if it's not your husband, if he's working, if you can arrange something, I don't know. I, I, I just want you guys to get creative and help, um, you know, your baby mama get some rest. Like she, she definitely needs it. And I know that's easier said than done, especially if, you know, you're working, but that, that's going to take me to number three on this list, which is take your fucking paternity leave. I know not everybody has paternity leave, but if you do, you need to take that. This is something I have talked to my mom friends about. It drives us insane. I feel like a lot of guys, I don't know what it is. I feel like a lot of guys, like it's almost like a, a dick swinging contest of like how little paternity time you take. You know, like I, I'm going to call my husband out on this, but like he was like so proud of the fact that I, you know, went in for surgery on Friday, had my scheduled C-section, delivered the baby. He was back to work on Monday, you know, like he to so I think a lot of guys, I think that's like a point of pride. It's not helpful. You know, it, it, we need you like <laughs> mom needs you. And it's really hard to be like solo parenting so quickly like paternity leave is is so 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 important if you have the option freaking take it or if you can work from home take it I mean Brandon at least I think this is why he didn't really take a paternity leave is because he was working from home anyway but I can tell you from that experience like working from home is not the same as being on paternity leave like he would be up like in his office taking calls for like four hours a day and like I would be solo during that time and it was, it, I, it was not great. Like, let me tell you, like, I do not recommend <laughs> zero stars. Do not me- recommend like we, it's not the same. And we need you to be like in the trenches with us because yeah, for all, for all the reasons I, I, I'm, I won't harp on it too long, but take your paternity leave. Holy shit. You want a good way to support a new mom? How about let her kick back and have some fun without the fear of paying for it the next day? I'm talking, of course, about morning recovery from more labs. Guys, if you want to recover faster after a night of drinking, you need some morning recovery in your life. It helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins. All you have to do is drink one little bottle of morning recovery the night you're drinking and let their proprietary blend of electrolytes and vitamins rehydrate and restore lost nutrients so you can wake up ready to take on whatever motherhood has in store for you. I absolutely love these. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I just can't afford to feel like crap after a night of drinking. So these really, really do come in handy and you can save 20% and support this show at the same time when you use code BIGKID at checkout. That's 20% off, which is a nice little savings, guys. So don't let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with morning recovery at morelabs.com slash bigkid. And again, use code bigkid for 20% off your order. Cheers. Number four in terms of support, um, let's talk chores for a second. Like, there are obviously some things that you can't help with, you know, like if mom's breastfeeding, like you, she's going to be in charge of those feeds. Like you can't really like do anything about that, but there's a lot that you can do. And I like to think of this in terms of like owning, you need to own some chores around the house. You know, like if she's, let's say if she's pumping, like learn how to clean the pumps, 
you know, if she's bottle feeding, learn how to sterilize and clean those bottles. Like I didn't, I didn't realize that was like something in postpartum that took me by surprise. Like how much of my time was spent just sterilizing bottles? Like I feel like we were going through them nonstop as soon as we were done with the feed. It was like cleaning bottles, drying them off, getting ready for the next feed. It was just like a continuous loop. Like this is something you could easily, easily help with. Diaper changes. You know, this is a uh, this is something Brandon and I joked about when when I was pregnant, I was like, since I'm doing nine months of like the heavy lifting here and carrying this child, I will need you to do uh, diaper changes for the next nine months. Obviously, like, <laughs> I, I don't think that's like a sustainable thing. Like, yeah, eventually, like, yeah, we're, we ended up trading off. But for the first, you know, few early weeks, like he was doing the majority of those. And it was it was really helpful. Same with, you know, changing out the diaper trash can. Like there's so many little things you don't really think about, like new chores that pop up when baby gets here. That's one of them. And I have to, I have to give Brandon props. I have not changed. I have not, uh, taken out a diaper trash bag this entire time. We, we just hit a year. Um, and he's been really, really good at that. That's what I mean in terms of like owning a chore. Like he owns that chore. He owns like morning shift. Like that is so, so important, so helpful to just, and, and for me to not even have to think about certain things around the house. Cause I know he's got it. Like that is, that is support. Like that is helpful. And again, like, I think you, every household, you're going to kind of have to shake out the chores a little bit, like after baby gets here. Um, so I think if dad, you know, can really step in early on and take some of that stuff, that's great. You don't have to like do everything forever. You know, obviously it, it doesn't make sense. And, and now Brandon and I like have a pretty good system of shared chores, I would say. Like we're both, we both do the laundry, we both do the dishes. And it feels like we're both doing those things constantly. Like, I don't know how that's even possible. Like we, I, I swear to God, like there's not a day that goes by that we don't have like so much laundry and so many dishes in the sink. It's just never, ever ending. So it would be insane if only one of us were doing that. Like it's just like a constant thing. But yeah, like make sure to help out with chores and moms like sometimes you gotta you gotta put your foot down too and like just dictate because sometimes like guys don't even realize and I feel like the moms just you know kind of take in that like 1950s household mentality where we're supposed to do like the cooking and the cleaning and the baby rearing and all of that and you just kind of start taking on a lot of the chores um instinctually and I don't know I've been like very conscious of that um since baby got here I've like sharing the responsibilities and it helps honestly it helps here's one chore that I don't think a lot of guys appreciate that is a freak this is a chore is help like putting the baby down for naps like that is something you can really really help with let me tell you like this is such an underrated chore and doing this every day like almost broke me for a period of time like it would be like a fight with my baby trying to get him down for a nap like sometimes it would take like 30 minutes to try and get him down for a nap so if you can like step in and help do that like that's one great way to show support and I know like not everybody listening like 
my partner's out there, you may go to work all day and, you, and you're not available to do that. That's fine. But maybe when you get home, you can, you know, be ready to relieve mom from her shift. Like, I feel like a lot of guys are going to give me shit and be like, well, I just went to work all day and now I have to come home and like immediately start work again. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Because mom's been working all day too. You know, like mom and this job, I've had stressful like office jobs in the past. Like motherhood is so much more stressful than any corporate job I can think of because the stakes are so much higher. You know, like you fuck up at your corporate job, you you might get fired. That is a worst case scenario. And that sucks, let me tell you. But if you fuck up as a mom watching your kid all day, like it's a life or death situation. Like it's just, it's a lot more draining every day, I think, staying home with your baby. So yeah, for my guys that are coming home from a long day of work, sorry to say but yeah like jump in and help relieve mom from her shift I feel like I actually don't even need to like harp on this that long because I feel like this generation of um partners out there like it's things are different like this generation I think of like my parents versus you know me and Brandon and like our friends who are parents I really do think like guys have are so much more helpful and guys understand this a lot better than they used to that um so yeah, I won't harp on it too long, but do the, do the bath time, do the nighttime routine, step in on those chores and, and help, help her out, help your mom, help your baby mama out, um, wherever you can. And for my moms out there, like just a quick note, like, um, if your partner is not pulling their weight, it's kind of on you to call it out and ask for help. Like, don't just not do that. Like, don't just let it slide, you know, like this is your life and you don't want to get too down the line of being responsible for everything around the house and taking care of the baby and not getting the support you need. Like you got to ask for help. Um, I'd like to think a lot of our partners just may not even realize a lot of the load that you're carrying. Um, and if they did that, they would help out more. But like sometimes you just got to you just got to be direct. And oh, my God. If you are direct and if you are trying to like delegate some chores to your partner, this is another thing I'll say, like you can't get mad at them if they're not doing it the way that you want it done. Like that is, I think, a kiss of death, to be honest. And I've seen, I have seen some of my girlfriends do this where like, you know, they, their husband starts changing the diaper and they're like, oh, you're doing it wrong. Let me just do it real quick. And then they do it. And then, you know, you do that enough, pretty soon you're going to be changing all the diapers. Like why is, why are they going to even attempt when you just want to do it anyway? So like, don't shoot yourself in the foot, let them do things and let them learn, you know, like that's the biggest thing. Like they have to, they have to get their hands dirty. They got to learn a lot of this stuff when it comes to babies too. Um, so let them like, I, I, I just, I've seen my friends make this mistake too many times, you know, like you got to be hands off a little bit here and there so that you have some sanity left at the end of the day. And actually this is going to go into my next point. Um, my next way that you can support your partner is that, it is not the mom's job to learn everything and then train you, okay? Like, 
this actually this actually almost drove me insane. Um, and there's a term for this. Like they call it. I I saw this on TikTok actually. It's called the mental load of motherhood. I may have to do an entirely separate episode on this. To be honest, like we I could pop off right now. I'm trying to reel it in. Uh, but I think sometimes you know partners will lean on the mom to make a lot of the big decisions. You know, like I I know when it came to like you know, are we going to circumcise? Are we going to sleep train? Are we going to co-sleep? Are we going to do baby led weaning? Like all of that stuff. My husband was like, I'll do whatever you want to do, which I think he thought he was like being nice by like letting me call the shots all the time. But actually that's like very, very stressful. And to be the person, the sole person, like calling the shots and like having to do the research and like figure out like the best course of action. It's a lot. It's a, it's a huge, huge mental load. So I think if you're trying to be supportive of your partner, like you need to make these things more of a discussion, you know, like it, you need to weigh the pros and cons, be a part of the decision-making. And also like Let's say you are you do go down a road where like uh, you're going to take on baby led weaning or do a sleep schedule or whatever it is. It's not the mom's job to like learn how to do it and then teach you how to do it. You know, I I like to think of this analogy. I thought of this a while back, but like think of two employees starting work the same day. Like if if you have two new hires on the same day, right? And one employee is constantly asking the other employee who started at the exact same time as them, like what to do, like how to work the copy machine, how to do this, how to do this, how to do this. Like you're doing something wrong, you know, like you guys both became parents on the exact same day. You both have the exact number of days of experience in this role. Like you cannot rely on the mom to know and do everything and research and do all this stuff. Like you got to read the baby books too. You got to do your homework. You know, like that is, that's a really big way that you can help support the mom in your life is like not relying on her to teach you how to do stuff all the time. Like it's tiring. (laughs) This is another thing that I think a lot of partners think is helpful, but it's like actually low key not is I know like Brandon would offer to go do the grocery shopping for the house and he'd be like, I'll go out and get everything. Like, just give me a list. Just give me a list of what to get. (sighs) Guys, do you know how hard that is to like think of everything, every piece of food you need for the week for the family? That's not an easy task. It's really not. Um, and especially like I, I do predominantly most of the cooking in this house. So I have to like sit and think about like, you know, the menu for the week and each ingredient for each meal and make sure that we have it like listed out. Like that's not that's a, that's back to that mental load of motherhood thing. Like that is a big mental load. That is a big mental task, especially when you're postpartum and you like barely know how to, to spell your own name, you know, like trying to create like a grocery list I was it's just it's a lot I'm like and so instead instead I think a better way to help your partner would be watching the baby so that they can go out and do the grocery shopping or do the errand that needs to get done let me tell you as a new mom what a luxury it was to get out of the house for the that kind of errand like 
we don't I know pre-baby I wouldn't think of like grocery shopping or going to the post office as like an exciting experience but postpartum oh my god getting in the car and leaving the house I don't care what I'm doing that is a vacation that is a luxury cruise you know like going into Whole Foods going up and down the aisles baby free I mean what a dream what a dream don't take that from us (laughs) you want to support us watch the baby and let us do that stuff oh and actually that's just a whole other point like just if you want a, a really good way to support the woman in your life and postpartum is to help them get out of the house you know like do whatever you need to do to help them get out of the house if that is you know watching the baby yourself if that is hiring a babysitter whatever it is like encourage them to leave the house because it is way too easy to get stuck like not leaving the house for weeks at a time like I know in those early days I was not leaving the house and after like a while it becomes you know I I, you go a little stir crazy you forget that you've been wearing the same like spit up covered pants for four days in a row you start to smell a little bit like it's good to get out in the world a little bit when you're postpartum but it's not easy and that's where you as the partner can really be supportive um, by helping make that happen (laughs) okay next item on my list that I have here is and this is a big one guys and you don't think about it and I've I could I could really just go off on this one too But take pictures of her with the baby. It's not a hard thing to do, but do it. Like I, man, I feel like I have so many pictures of my baby. Like my entire, I mean, my entire camera roll is just Bodie at this point. I have so many pictures of him. I have so many pictures of Brandon and him because I'm the one behind the camera. And I mean, I, I mean, I have like not a lot of shame. Like I ended up taking a lot of pictures of me and Bodhi myself but like it's not the same it's not as cute like selfies are not as great like it's so it would be so wonderful if you partners out there could just take like candid photos of mama and baby because it's it's not easy to get and you know the photos don't have to be amazing like that's something I like I, I I get tripped up on with Brandon like sometimes I make fun of him I'm like really that's that's the angle you're going with like that's so unflattering but at the end of the day like I am just I'm happy to have any pictures of me and Bodie and like there's there's like months that go by especially the way that they grow they grow so quickly I feel like there's like a lot of gaps that I have where I don't have pictures of Bodie and it's like heartbreaking um and especially in postpartum, especially like it's such a blur. And I feel like as moms, we forget a lot at the end of the day. Like after a year, I'm like, whoa, like I feel like, you know, months one to four, like I barely remember, you know, and um, it, it would be really nice to have more pictures of me and my son, you know, so that's just something as a partner. It's a very easy ask um but for some reason I feel like you guys don't always remember to do um maybe make it like a weekly challenge with yourself to like snap a candid photo that would be really really nice I love that idea 
And then, okay, I feel like, shoot, I'm like looking at the time. I got to start wrapping this up. I could go on all day of ways to support, you know, your partner here. But um, this is one. I think I also mentioned this in the pregnancy version of this episode. But it's it's a simple one and it goes a long way. Give her lots and lots of compliments in this postpartum period. Lots of compliments. Like, you got to be this woman's hype person you know like it I can't even tell you what a total and complete mind fuck it is to be in a postpartum body that you don't recognize like I I put on 40 pounds in pregnancy I had this huge incision scar across my body from a c-section like I have never felt grosser and less sexy in my life and like you know it, it does a number on your self-esteem it's it, it, it's hurt it hurts you know like it, it it really is one of those things that like I just I started to not feel so great and this is where you as the partner can really come in and help pump her up like gas her tires dude like do this multiple times a day like remind her how beautiful she is um you know even if she is like has all her like the little postpartum bangs where it's just like broken baby hairs like you know stuck on her face from sweat um you know covered in baby throw up hasn't showered in two days like this is the time to be like you're still beautiful babe you know like you got to go in with those compliments and you got to do it a lot. Like I, I think I, I've like mentioned this to Brandon several times and he's like, I compliment you all the time. I'm like, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough. The limit does not exist. Okay. Like we really, you really got to bump these numbers up and, and just pay, pay your, the, your woman some compliments during this delicate, delicate stage of life. And one other thing, like it doesn't even have to be like physical compliments, but like just tell her she's doing a good job. Like tell her she's a great mom. I can't tell you like a little recognition goes so far. It goes a long, long way. And I don't think Brandon has ever said anything to me that had more of an impact than like when a a couple months or not a couple months, a couple weeks you know, postpartum, he said something like, I'm just, I'm so surprised. He's like, I'm so pleasantly surprised at like, what an amazing mom you are. Like I, you are such a natural. And that had more of an impact on me than any gift, any, uh, maybe not any gift. I don't want to, I don't want him to listen to this and be like, oh, I can just not get her things. I'll just tell her she's a great mom. No, do both. Um, but what I'm trying to say here is that it really does go a long way and we need it. We need that support. We need that encouragement because it is, it's a hard, it's a hard time guys. And I know, I know you out there are also going through a hard time. Like having a new baby is a total life change and you've likely never been more exhausted in your life too. And you need support too. A hundred percent. I get that. But like, if I could go back to my boat analogy for just a second, like, like whatever you're going through, trust me, she's going through that plus 
a lot more. And plus, like, she's she's been going through it for, like, nine months before you even started this show, bro. Like, that's another thing. Like, I've told Brandon, I'm like, not only am I drowning in the ocean and you're in this little rowboat next to me, but I've actually been in this ocean for, like, nine full months before you even showed up. So, like, <laughs> don't get me started. Anyway, I hope this list has been helpful. Like, you partners out there, you're what are keeping us moms together. Like, we need you. Like, this period can be really hard on a relationship because we really need you to kind of be the giver and not expect back much right away. I know this is kind of like a tough pill to swallow, and I'm sure I'm going to get some angry DMs and some angry, you know, reviews about this, but like, I think this is something that's important to know as the partner out here is like this is your time to really be the giver in the relationship and not expect much back. <laughs> at least not at least not right away, you know? I got to tell you like I I know that I was just hyper focused on my baby for months after giving birth. Like Brandon was like a, like a thought in the distant background. And he'll be the first one to tell you that, you know, like he, he was aware. And even after those initial months, like then I needed some time to like piece myself back together, you know. And honestly, one of like the best things that Brandon did for me was just be very patient through this whole period. He was just very much the giver in our relationship. He poured into my cup. He didn't expect much back. He took on extra chores. He was so supportive. He took my shit on the chin let me tell you because there was times where I was an emotional wreck um, a physical wreck uh, that I would fly off the handle and get so mad at him for kind of no reason but like there's reasons I, I mean we'll, <laughs> we'll have to get into we'll have to get into it this in a whole other episode of just like you know resentments that I think a lot of moms carry towards their partners because they've gone through like hell and back um, especially in this postpartum period but Brandon being so supportive for me and patient and giving me a lot of grace in this period is one of the best things he did in our relationship and now that I am out of the woods I I look at him in an entirely new light and I look at him and what he did for me in this first year postpartum and I am like eternally grateful and I love him so much more than I did before that I ever thought I could. Like I am, it, it has really, really brought our relationship to the next level. And so that's something I want to tell you as the partners out there. Like if you're, if you're not really getting a lot back from, you know, your woman right now, like who just gave birth and is like very focused on baby, you guys will get there. It takes time. Things shake out. And um, yeah, just like be patient. So yeah, be good to your baby mamas. We need you. We appreciate you or we will eventually. And like, I, I want to shout you guys out. Like even any of my partners out there that are even listening to this episode, like you're one of the good ones, you know, that you're even taking the time to like try and educate yourself or learn like what your partner needs at this time. It, it's huge. It, it, it is, it is impactful and it makes a difference. And, and I hope some of the things I've been saying in this list, like aren't condescending at all. Like I really, I really am happy that we live in a time where guys are really stepping up to the plate these days. Like they're, taking on roles, taking on a lot of these traditionally like woman-led roles and helping out 
being more of a team with parenting and and I think it's awesome and and I think it'll actually make a really big difference with our kids like who grow up and watch you know their dads be more hands-on and give this kind of support to their moms like I think like I'm, I'm very happy to be uh, uh, rearing a child at this day and age and I'm like like I know my mom didn't have this level of support and it's good it's good to see it's a good trend I think we're moving in the right direction so yeah anyway <laughs> that's all for me this week if you like this show please hit those five stars on iTunes do it like right now before you forget I mean I know I forget to do it on all my favorite podcasts too but it really it really does make a difference. I'm trying to keep this show going. So your ratings and reviews really do help. Um, other than that, you can connect with me over on Instagram at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. Come hang out with me. Let me know, you know, if you have any other tips, tricks, things that you want your partners to do to support you, or if you're a partner and you're doing something awesome, let me know. I'm 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 here i'm willing to give out more ideas um so yeah thank you guys for listening and i'll see you hopefully back here next week thanks for bumping along with me bye